passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your host, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with former legendary 76ers point guard Eric Snow and my brother Tasia Dash. We made it. We yes. made it through a whole offseason, whole summer. We're here, baby. We're here. We are in. We are in the grayest time of the year for sports right now. You got the NFL. You got the play MLB playoffs and NBA. Man, yeah. were they all? Were they all overlap? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um. And plus, you know, especially Philadelphia right now, you got the Phillies going far. Uh, Eagles having uh, the best start they've had in a really long time since like the beginning of the Andy Reid era, and um, and yeah, the, the Sixers are the, the, the hype around the team right now. So I mean, yeah. Philadelphia's they're loving it. They are. Um, but great yeah, time. great time. Yeah, it is a great time. <laughs> it's a, it, it, like the, you know when you, when you go through that those parts of the, the summer when it's just baseball and nobody gets baseball when it's just baseball it's just like yeah it's, you know, it's <laughs> a little different. Yeah. Right now, this, this is what we live for these 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 weeks. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so a lot to get into. Obviously, tonight uh, is, the, is the opening game of the season. Um, but before we uh, get into that, uh, we just want to touch on something. Uh, former 76ers uh, center and Eric's uh, former teammate, uh, Dikembe Mutombo, the legend from Georgetown. Um, uh, he has a brain tumor. Uh, starting to get um, some tests done and stuff on that. <laughs> treatment um and so we want to send our love and uh well wishes out to Dikembe and his uh family Eric definitely um pray that you know he um gets through it um pray for him and his family uh great dude man wonderful spirit and heart so um looking forward to him beating it and being the same great geek he is 
Yeah, looking forward to uh, you know when he beats it, maybe doing a video of him just doing this to uh, to the tumor. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Yeah, that would definitely be a great. Uh, probably probably the, be- the that'd be the best rejection he's ever had right there. <laughs> no doubt, absolutely. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, sending our love uh, to to Kembe. Um, but fellas, it's as as we mentioned, it's uh, it's here. Um, yeah. Uh, that had so many people text me today about you know. Who am I betting on? So we'll get to the other uh, picks and, uh, and uh, all the stuff we're going to be looking at uh, today. But um, we start off with uh, Tage's boy uh, as far as the, the first topic. Uh, so Thibault, uh, the rookie scale extension deadline came and went for the Sixers. So mm-hmm. the team would have had to sign him as a res- as a restricted free agent coming up this year. So essentially this year for him is going to be a prove-it deal for him uh, if he can get that, th- that 33.3% uh, three-point shot that Tage wants him to get. We're not. That's pretty much what's going to come down to, I think, this year for him. Um, so, what are your guys' thoughts on uh, not being able to come to an extension with uh, with Thibel yesterday? Doesn't surprise me. Um, you know, I think, <laughs> Excuse me. I think we're going to have more teams start, you know, going to the restricted the restricted route. I really do. Um, um, you know, I think that from a Sixer standpoint, it's a strategy because the, I, I don't think that they believe. Well, I mean, Bible has to play extremely well to maybe play out of the range that they probably have for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he's doing that, that's going to accelerate the team. So it's almost like a win-win. Mm-hmm. Um, and from from Thibault's standpoint, I mean, I think that he, he probably, if he got an offer, if he got one, I'm sure he felt that you know, based around based on how guys are getting paid. Um, around the league for what he's asked to do. I'm sure he probably wasn't happy with it and felt that he could get that in free agency. So um didn't surprise me. Didn't surprise me that that we're here with that with that negotiation. Teju, uh I'd love to hear your thoughts on this one. <laughs> so my thoughts are I like that the Bible's betting on himself. Um it means he's truly confident in taking the the steps or shots uh, in order to become the player we've all you know hoped he's he'd become right um so he's not just saying he's improved he's actually putting his money where his mouth is and for our sake as a team i hope he's right because like you said you know he prospers we prosper right um if he is right though the other side of that would be i mean if he's right and he is betting on himself and he wins that bet and he shoots 37% this year and killer defense playing 28 minutes a game, whatever. Um, it's going to be a lot harder to sign him next offseason. That is the reality of the situation um, because there's probably some shitty team that's going to just throw all kinds of money at him and then he'll be on their trade block two years from now. Um, so you know, there's pluses and minuses to the situation. I hope he kills it this year and we'll deal with the contract stuff when it comes up next offseason. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, like, like that's the first thing I thought of too was the him betting on himself aspect of it. And I, I mean, obviously, we, we've seen his jumper, his shot during uh, preseason. It looks good, and obviously, he thinks he's made some changes that it, you know it'll help him out um, this season and maybe get that bigger deal next year. So, um, or the offer was just that low to the point where he's like, "I can do better than this, even shooting thirty uh, percent from three, like I've been." So, so we don't know. We don't know what the offer was, and so, yeah, I I hope he dominates, and I hope uh, he sticks around. Um, past uh, past the season. Um, it also it, makes it a lot easier that we didn't do a deal with him to trade him during the season. So there's always that option as well. Yeah. Interesting. 
Um, Eric, I know uh, for our fans out there, um, uh, Eric's a uh, Cleveland Guardians fan. Uh, Eric's wanting to know the, the Yankees just hit a three-run shot. Thanks a lot. Live reaction. I was trying to update him because I have a game. Are you, are, are you DVRing it, uh, Eric? No, I'm, you know, baseball so long, I mean, I'll catch up and it's not enough action. They'll show how to no. run for me. Like, I don't have to. I don't have to do that. There's no spoilers to me in baseball. Okay. Like it is in, in basketball and football. Three-run shot's pretty close. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, you, you kind of told me how they score, but by the time I looked it up and found it, they'd probably be in the same inning is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, my bad, Eric. I, I didn't mean to. I wasn't trying to be an ass there. I, I, just, I just saw I mean, him. Were you, were you trying to – Update me, or you were trying to be a smart aleck? No, <laughs> I was just trying to update you. I was trying to update you. Oh, you, you couldn't wait till the show was over to do that, huh? <laughs> well, it just happened. It's up to the minute. So, you know, I may, <laughs> jump, to my, I may jump to my my Philly team. <laughs> <laughs> you always have that option. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I cheer for all Philly teams. <laughs> they just, uh, you know, only the Sixers is the number one team. Yeah. Right there with you. Agreed. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. So uh, another sporting event that's happening today. We got the obviously they got the Guardians and Yankees game on, but obviously uh, the game that we're all uh, fixated on is uh, Sixers and Celtics. The opening tip off for the NBA season, for the seventy sixth mm-hmm. NBA season too. Um, that's interesting. You know, 76, 76 could be could be the year finally, right? Um, I mean, it makes sense. Hope so. <laughs> Hope so. Uh, so uh, made it through the offseason as we mentioned earlier. Um, so with Philly at Boston. We kind of uh, talked about this earlier when the schedule came out, but is this just game one of an 82-game season, or is this more than just a season opener uh, for our guys uh, today? I think it's, a, it's more than a season opener um, because of the opponent um, for different reasons. I say, one, because of the opponent in the history of the two teams. Um, then you add in the equation of the first game of the year, Mm-hmm. Um, then you got all the changes that the Sixers made um, in, you know, a full season with James. And then you got with Boston, you have, they went to the finals last year and they're in, in, out of the East. They, they probably feel like we got the best chance to go back. Then you add in the email stuff, um, which doesn't have really have anything to do with playing, but we also haven't seen him, seen them without him. Um, so I think since the last time we talked about it, a lot of things have been added, (laughs) but I, but I do think that how this, this, this game is played and how it's viewed can go a long way for both teams. I, I really do. Like, I think that, um, you know, close game, fighting, close game, regular game, but if a team gets blown out, it's gonna it's gonna be and feel worse than a normal blowout during the season. Oh yeah, a lot of expectation, and that goes both ways. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I think it's definitely more for both squads. I think it'd be big regardless. I mean, I, I think it'd be big if we were playing. I think it's bigger because who both teams are playing, yeah. both teams have such expectations and. Um, stuff going on throughout this offseason. I think it would have been big even if we were playing a tank team, though, because 
Yeah, the Sixers, you feel like they need to just justify so much, right? Like everyone's got a lot to prove on this team from management to coach to players. And Bede's still proving doubters wrong after all the success he's had. He's the best big in the league, right? That's an ongoing thing for him. Harden's justifying the 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 decisions he made, right? The putting off the big contract for a year to accommodate his guys to come over and play. P.J. Tucker's got to justify leading a contender who beat this team for the team. Um, so it's just it's a lot of guys, you know, Max even proving that he's not just a second year fluky, right? That he's proving that this is just another step on his way to becoming a star. Um, we made a lot of moves to wiggle around the cap and to get these guys here. It looks like there's a plan in place for management down. A bad loss tonight would make that plan, even though it's not. It would make it look like that plan is not the perfect plan, um, especially. And if we win, we beat the team that most people have predicted to beat us this year. So that would also just be a bigger in the opposite direction um, for Boston too. Similar, but just different. They have their own pressure, right? They want to prove that the they can overcome the injuries to Gallinari and Rob Williams, um, along with the coaching allegations and they're they're trying to probably prove that the coach drama is not going to create a cloud over their entire season um and a win over the contending sixers would certainly shut a lot of people up as far as you know thinking that the coaching issue will affect their play even though in the end it's one game right at 82 but optics are big man optics are really big so it's good to jump out to a nice lead over your division or your your rival. Well, you also got to think about the tiebreaker because I, I believe that this is going to go down to the end. So tiebreakers will matter. And if you get a game against Boston on their court, um, that could end up being um, huge. Well, we tied those teams last year, correct? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and didn't have tiebreakers. That's how many factors make this game so important that after like 10 things we've named – yeah. We finally named the tiebreaker part of it, which yeah. is extremely yeah. important in itself. But there's so much going on here with storylines that like tiebreakers. Yeah. Tiebreakers usually don't come into play until later. Yeah. You know, it's important. It's still important. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. obviously, so we've talked about how it's uh, more of a um, it's a big game. It's more than just a you know, regular season opener. Um but who is this game bigger for? Is it more for because we, we talk about both sides of you know, Celtics, you know, they had the whole drama this offseason with, with their head coach. You know, if they lose this game at home questions. too, at Boston, and more questions will come. Like, oh man, is this team? You know, can they really? Are they going to handle the loss? Their, their their coach. And if we come out and we lose, like you said, Tasha, it's like you know, oh, they did all these things this off season. Everyone said, oh, Harden's back. You know, they added all these pieces. I mean, I mean, I, I still, I still think the Boston has the most pressure on them mm-hmm. because it's, um, I think that their situation has, you know, been bigger than everything the Sixers has done. Yeah. Um, and they went to the finals last year, and they're the home team. Mm. Yeah. So home thing matters for us. You know, I hope want us to win, but a close loss is a close loss. Um, any loss for them, I think, is made to be bigger. Boston can always hang their hats on. You know, we don't have a key part of this team, and Robert Williams. I guess there's a kind of you can do that if if it was a minimal amount of time he would miss, but we don't we don't know when he's coming back. I mean, they, I've heard two or three different time frames for him. Yeah, it's a big range for sure. Um, 
Also, I think how it's won too, right? If it's a close game and it's just a slug, yeah, that's what I'm like you know how you like, lose and how you win. Both these teams are going to be problems all year. There's that outcome, or it's like both these teams are going to be wow. It's going to be a really fun Eastern Conference race, like that kind of game. But if one of these teams wins by either like a strong eight to ten points, or they they never really got close, or they just blew them out, yeah, that's going to be a little hard to swallow for either fan base for sure. Yeah. Do you all anticipate a close game or a blowout tonight? This is a win for me. I could care less how. Yeah. What do you what what's a blowout though? Plus ten? I mean, I would say I would say 10, 10 plus points, yeah. Ten plus. Um I think it'll be in the eight to, I think it's closer to be a eight to twelve than it is one to three, even though the spread's one to three. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I don't know. I I just have a feeling it'll be a little further away than they're expecting. Yeah. The spreads come down a lot since we even talked about it last week. It was I think on the show I said it was three and a half. It was four like the two weeks before that. Now it's two points. So it's gone down two since the since it opened. I like that smart money coming in late. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. So last week's show we did a lot of over unders for the season. Um and so a lot of total total things for, for the season. So today's episode we got something special just for the game tonight um so we're gonna go rapid fire some over unders for the game um so we're gonna start off with points um so vegas has set uh joel and beads uh, over under tonight at 26 and a half points do you guys think they'll be over or under tonight over i'm going 26 on the dot i'm going under really yeah why because of the preseason <laughs> I think it's I think mostly because I mean look his over under for the year is like 30, right? I mean it's kind of weird to start him out of three and a half, almost four points less than what his season average is gonna be. I guess they're counting on Horford really shutting him down. Um I would think no, any- I mean Boston, I mean it, the reason I did hesitate on doing it because I felt that Boston would double team him and wouldn't let him play. That that was my reason for doing it. If he's hurting them, I think they will definitely go to that right away, if not off the bat. Um, yeah. let these guys prove, let Harden prove he can score, let these guys prove they can score. But, I, but I also think that some in most cases, if he's really, really trying to play and really trying to score, that he's going to get such deep position that the doubles is not going to matter as much. If you can get Horford in that foul trouble yeah. early. Then yeah, I will easily take this over. But I mean, if Horford battles them all game, makes them work for it at least. Um, yeah, I don't see not that. playing a lot in the preseason. That's that was my hesitation to not playing a lot in the preseason to double. But I, I got him over. All right. Um, I mean, you know, historically, you know, Horford is the MB stopper. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why we signed him. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Horford became a Sixers stopper that year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Well, he was well. No, no, it was it was one of the factors, but it was one one of the factors though. It was the fit. I actually think it was a good fit. It wasn't really Horford being. I mean, because obviously Horford went to OKC, dominated in OKC, and they, and they ended up benching him because he was playing so well. He played well with Boston, and then yep. they went to Boston, and dominated. So yep, yep, that was a fit thing. I think. Um, and, and Udoka was on that staff, and Udoka was on the Celtics staff where he thrived in. So, what, what does that say? I think it was more just us, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't, you just couldn't play four next to Embiid. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next over under uh, that I have here is Tobias Harris 
13 and a half points tonight, over or under? Over. It's too low for me. It seems so sketchy. I'm going under. I'm going 12. You're going like slightly below both these so far. I just think that's such a that's such a sketchy number for me. 13 and a half for a guy that's averaged like eight, 17 to 18 the past like four years. I just think that's so sketchy. I I these over we'll get we'll talk about over analyzing these. These these numbers scare the hell out of me, though. I don't like the way these numbers it's just one game, it's not the season. Yeah. Yeah. These numbers scare me though. All of our over-unders are pretty low, which means they're counting on either a really bad offensive game or one of these teams to blow the other one out and the minutes to come down a lot because mm-hmm. all of our overrunners are pretty low compared to what they should be, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I just think they haven't adjusted to what we what we were saying about Boston kind of having a – Yeah, I mean, you know, they also don't Maybe. want everybody to make them high and everybody just goes under. I mean, yeah. you got to make them challenging. At least be near their actual, like, season totals, though, right? Like, Tobias is a few points under – and B is like four points under. Maxi, I think, is like two points under. Harden's like I think two yeah. points under. Mm. Yeah. It's a little, it's just a, it's it's a little weird for me. Yeah, I think they they're probably banking on these guys having cold starts. You know, first game of the season. You know, a lot of these guys didn't play a lot during the uh, preseason. Yeah. I, don't I don't know what their their logic is, but uh, the next one is Tyrus Maxi, seventeen and a half points over under. Under. Ooh. Over. Interesting. Over on that one, I'll say I'll, it's going to be close though. I have my like eighteen or nineteen, man. I have like right on there. Why, why do you say under, uh, Eric? Because I think the other guys are going to be all over. Hey, uh-huh. Yeah, see, that's mine's like the opposite, right? I flipped on that one. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, we got Harden eighteen and a half points. Is, is this over under? What do you guys have for Harden tonight? Over under? Over. I'm going right eighteen. Oh right, my gosh. <laughs> you man. Yeah. Annoying, I know. I'm going right there, though. So, uh, so uh, Eric, you think Harden has a big game tonight? A like, big game with 25 points, you say? I just think he has over that number. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe one point over. I just I think, he, I think he has more than that. I think he has over 8.59 assists. I think, you know. All right. I think the next one is uh, his assist, actually. Yes, yeah, so that perfect segue there, Eric. Uh, over under for Harden's assist tonight. Instead of eight and a half assists, what do you guys uh, – Over. Over. Going over. All right. Tej, I believe uh, in the bet that you sent me today, I believe you have Harden. You 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 just you took the seven and a half. You 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 weren't uh you weren't high on the eight and a half. You you wanted to buy a buy an assist there. I think you went seven over seven and a half assists. I went one one under it, huh? Um yeah, with the with the single game prop parlays, I tend to go a little under what they are. Just give me a little buffer. If I'm already taking like eight of them, my odds are already sky high anyway. I don't want to be greedy with it. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Um, do you guys think that uh, Harden gets a double-digit assist tonight, though? Just to be, you know. Yeah, I think Harden gets eight, 18 and 12 is my prediction. Yeah, double-double. Okay. All right. 19 and 11. 19 and 10. I like it. I like how close you guys are with your – Yeah. I like it. Take assists and points over 25, then, is a really good bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I saw the actually like a thirty-five plus one, not bad one. Points, points, rebounds, and assists was uh, was actually pretty pretty good money. I think it was a good yeah. odds on that. Um, okay, the the next uh, over under is for three pointers made for uh, Harden and Maxi. Both are set at uh, two and a half threes each tonight. Do you th- who who's more likely to hit the over on the uh, two and a half threes tonight? 
James. I think Max, you will. I just think James, I think Harden's going to make a concerted effort. I think James just, I just think most of his shots are going to be threes. I think, I see, I think he's going to try to drive. I think Max is more inclined to go to the basket, shoot a pull up. I mean, I can see him getting his numbers and making one three or two three. You know what I'm saying? Like, just from attempts. Mm. I just think Harden's going to just try so hard to show that he's in great shape and that he's got a, that quick step back. Yeah, and, that, and I just think with Maxie, I just think that it's going to take a game or so because the way he was playing in the preseason, I just don't feel like he can. they're going to do that when everybody's there and they're playing the game and Joel, you're throwing that ball down low. I just don't know how. Because he was taking quick shots, he doesn't need that much space, so he got he got some fly. He's taking quick shots, mm-hmm. so I don't think he, I don't think they go. I think he can score. I'm saying the the threes, um, unless he's getting spot up threes. I just don't see him pulling up from three like he was doing in transit. I just we'll see though. I, I just you know be interesting to see if that's how he's playing. I, I will say first game out of the preseason with that with his confidence sky high on those quick threes. Yeah. I think he's probably going to attempt him at least, because yeah. he thinks he, can, he thinks he can make it every time. Yeah, I mean, but it was different when it was a full team too. Yeah, they're going to have Brogdon and Smart. No joke as far as defenders on those two guys. That's yeah. true. They're going to have their work cut out for him for sure. This is well, do you, you guys. So Austin, do you think there's a possibility that both these guys get over uh, two and a half threes tonight? I don't think both do. No. Interesting. Okay. I don't think, but yeah, I just no, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, All right. I just think, yeah, I just think if James is going to go into distributor mode, no, I just I think, think I think we're going to get threes, but I don't think I think it'll be up the other guys. Yeah, do you think that Maxie had such a good preseason that they'll he'll demand even more attention from uh, Boston? Well, I just don't think they're going to give him clean looks. Okay. Who do you think Smart's going to guard between those two, Maxie or Harden? Um, if Brogdon's in there, mm-hmm. um, James. And you think Brogdon will go on uh, on Maxi? Mm-hmm. I think Smart likes to play against Harden, so I think he will guard Harden. I think he wants to. <laughs> yeah, but I also think James will guard Marcus too. Yes, I agree. Probably better. I hope Max. That, that's one of the few props I, I, I took was the uh, Maxi over three three plus threes was 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 the line for that one. The one I took. Uh, hopefully that happens. Um, we'll, see. we'll see though. I, I think it's me just going by what I saw during preseason. Just like eh, maybe that carries over a little carryover effect. But maybe I'm just uh, maybe I, I got so lucky betting on the Sixers all throughout preseason. So I'm just like so into it right now. Just just betting, taking the plus points and all this stuff. Three three's not a low number. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's like it's not they're giving that to you to be like here, take it. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not a gimme at all. No, not at all. But three threes is literally more than half of what they're projecting them to score. I, yeah, that that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Think about it that way. Yeah. Um. Uh, so the next uh, over under uh, is it rebounds? Uh, so we'll start off with Harden. Harden's over under rebounds tonight is five and a half. Over under. Um. Under going over, going under, um, because I don't see him guarding 
many guys is going to keep him in the paint defensively. I don't think he guards Brown or Tatum, and most of the guys he's guarding will be perimeter. I think it pulls him out. Good logic. Smart Smart does crash, though. Yeah. So if he is on Smart, he might have to. Yeah, you have to box him out. That don't mean you're going to get the rebound. That's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going under on that. For that reason. Teja, you, you said over? I'm going to go over. Okay. I'm going to be a lot of missed shots tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that, that That's also a good logic, too, for that. <laughs> um. Uh, next one's Embiid's ten and a half. You guys think Embiid gets ten and a half? Yes, over. Yeah, go over on that too. You think there's gonna be a concerted effort for him to to go bang tonight? That's that's one of the things he talked about this offseason. Was going was going to bang and increasing his yeah, rebounds. Big point of emphasis period was crashing the boards for us all throughout uh, the offseason. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's, I don't really know who um, Boston is playing behind. Al, so it's going to be interesting. You know, Al has spent a lot of time on the, behind the three-point line to give Joel some time to, you know, some some ability to get long rebounds, too. So, we'll see. I say over. Does Boston still have Tice on their team? I was just looking that I up. Thought he, I thought they traded him. I, I thought he was in the trade with um, Brogdon. But one of those trades. Uh, they, they got um, they got Luke Komet from uh, what you would call it. Um, he come from again? Was it Charlotte? No. Your rookie? Who's this guy? He played. He played for Boston last year. Oh, really? Hmm. I guess he. I guess he earned more minutes. I mean, I don't know who their backup's going to be. To be honest with you, Tice is no longer there. He was. He was gone in that trade. Yeah, he's on the roster. He went somewhere. I can't remember where. Interesting. Tice has been Tice has been a good role player for them. They, they they've shipped him out before. He's come back, and I guess they shipped him out again. I don't know. I mean, they could go small. They could try putting. They could go Blake Griffin. Oh yeah. They will spend. Blake may guard him a little bit, but that's but that's the same thing as Al. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. They're not yeah, and Noah Vonley was their other kind of biggish guy they signed. They're not going to post um, Joel, so the guys are going to spend some time on perimeter, shooting threes, or picking and popping or setting screens. Mm. Al might get a lot of minutes tonight, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. He'd be a good guy to jump on some uh, props for right, on, on that side. I took his over in rebounds. Mm. Um. All right, so the last rebounder we have, uh, so T- Tobias is uh, over-under is five-and-a-half rebounds. What do you guys have for this one, over-under? Over. I think Tobias has like a 12-and-8 type game. Ooh. Solid. Yeah. He crashed the boards pretty con- – he did a good job in the preseason, too, crashing the boards. Yeah, and he's always been a solid guy to get over the – about that, that four-and-a-half rebound-plus mark. Yeah. yeah. All right, so there you, there you have it, guys. So you guys are placing your your prop bets tonight. You got uh, Eric mm-hmm. and his opinion on that. So uh, let's make some money. <laughs>
All right. Uh, so uh, final topic, and this is also another thing too. You guys can place a wager on this. What do you guys think is going to win tonight? So final topic um, is the pick them. So uh, Boston is favored by two. As we said, it's come down from four from a few weeks ago, now two, um, and they're favored at home by two. Uh, games on TNT at 7.30. I think cover short to 7.30. Um, so who do you guys have tonight and uh, why? Close game throughout. Um, Boston leads majority of the game. Sixers pull away, having a great fourth quarter. Make free throws in the end. Pull away, end up winning six, seven, eight points. Ooh, I love it. Over under is two sixteen. Think over or under that. Under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the sure. battle. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, lack of preseason. I think it's going to be sloppier than we like to watch. I don't think it's going to be very characteristic of them, what we're going to see out of these teams all season. I think we're going to see that a lot in the first couple, maybe week. I, I also think that it's going to be played more like a playoff game than a regular season game. I agree. I mean, you know, yeah. concentrating on taking care of the ball, you know, no quick possessions. and Like, I just kind of – it kind of feels that way to me. Yeah. I have 108-102 Sixers. Only one, two, sir. All right. So under, but six points. Do you have Do you have it being the same way Eric Eric has it as as we they kind of had to leave in the fourth quarter? We kind of the little comeback takeover action. I can see it being a back and forth game like that. Um, I was also thinking that it's kind of a not a blowout, but we're like up by. I could see us having control throughout a lot of it, and then they get it down to like three or four, and then we kind of pop it back up a little bit again at the end of the game. Yeah. Right. Cool. All right, so now uh, it's the regular season now, so now we're going to be going back to our two-show format. Our next show will be Friday. Uh, but So in between that time, uh, the Sixers will have their home opener Thursday night against Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, so just quick on that one. Um, I know it's two days away, so you know we don't know if there's going to be injuries tonight, who's going to play. But uh, Sixers opened up as a three-and-a-half-point favorite against the uh, Chris Middleton lists uh, Milwaukee Bucks, and I believe Pat Conton is also out too for them. Um, so, who do you guys have uh, on the Thursday night home opener um, against the Bucks? I'm taking the Sixers, but I'm still concerned. They still have Giannis. So, yep. we're three and a half point favorites. Three and a half point favorites. Yep. Yeah. I'm, ta- I'm taking us. It's a good bet. Yeah, I like that. Three and a half. Yeah. 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 Bucks home opener. You're yes. expecting people home to be home. like, we're three and a half dogs. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Well, no, it's our home opener, not their home opener. Oh, Philly, Philly's home opener. Yeah, our favorite. favorites. Uh, okay. Yeah, I still take us then. Okay. <laughs> right, well, if we lose this, even more so than we're taking us. Exactly. Yeah. So if we win this, 75%. Lose this, 100%. That spread's going to go up if we lose this, probably. I was going to say, well, I'm curious to see what the line looks like if we win or lose this game, how that how that mm-hmm. And if anyone gets, you know, nicked up or anything. But, yeah. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. But uh, all right, guys. Well, that does it for us. We'll see you guys Friday as we uh, recap uh, these two games and then preview uh, what's ahead. So we'll see you guys uh, next time. All right. Thank you. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.